0: This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit Jabberjawmedia.com
1: for more shows like this one.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Blue Apron. Get $30 off your first order at BlueApron.com slash Bad Christian. Today's show is also sponsored by Tripping.com. Book the perfect
2: vacation rental for your next trip by using Tripping.com slash Bad Christian.
0: You
1: are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast.
0: When you're trying not to start the show with the F word, drop that bass, Joey.
1: Drop that turd. Freak it. I'm talking about friendship and faith. Friendship and faith.
0: All about Jesus Christ. Bad Christian
1: Podcast. Friendship. You did it, man. You did it. Good job. Joey,
2: speaking of you did it. You did a great job in the Plank Eye labeled episode that just came out today I or did? yesterday. Did you hear it yet? Oh, no, I don't
1: listen to the podcast yet. I, I, I plan oh on it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I, I don't I, listen. Good to, Lord. I don't listen what? to a lot of podcasts. Huh? Oh, oh, what? surprise, surprise. <laughs> good Lord. I just love music so much, man. Like, I'm always wanting to check something out. Like, right now, I've been listening to Sid. It's like a really cool R&B, and then SZA, however you pronounce that, another really good R&B. Both, both females, great, great stuff. Great well, the, stuff. the
2: labeled episode's really good. It's about Plank Eye, everybody that doesn't know, and it's my favorite one. Yeah, I don't talk about it all the time, but I think... Why is that?
1: Because of me? Yeah, Thanks, maybe because
2: maybe you. No, but it's perfect because, uh, I mean, you were in it, and there's a bunch of people in it, and it's just it's the first episode where I feel like we finally kind of figured out exactly how the show ought to go, or maybe not even that, but this is just the first episode that I'm very proud of, and part of it is that thing where I didn't know that much about Plank Eye going in like you did and like like a bunch of other people did, so I was like, well, how am I going to make a good episode about something I don't know about? But as it turns out, it's better that way. Instead of me having to force some story that I know, I got to explore and find out, and this story is so sweet and neat. I just really dig it. So we just, Toby set the interview up, and everything said, well, you got to do something on Plank guy. Here's a guitar player. I had to sit down and talk to him. I was like, well, what are we going to talk about? I don't know what the story is, you know. And then I've uncovered something really neat and then went and just asked a bunch of other people about it. And I got to just listen to it and then share it with people. And it was like so exciting because, you know, it's uh it's kind of that thing. And this is where I'm at in life where... um. It's kind of, it's almost like is almost emotional for me, is why I wanted to talk about it. Is because I'm getting to do something that actually seems meaningful to me. And I'm getting to hear these other men tell their stories that I don't know, but I am interested in. And it's part of who I am and all this stuff. And I get to go out and hear Mark Solomon just talk. And he, he gets into all these details. And you, it's like, I know it's silly, but it's like, alzheimer's patients or something like i get them back in that mode and they're they're alive again and they're talking and and it's like can you but but you got to imagine like you have all these memories that are strong and profound and and seem important and kind of are important and then you get to ask people and listen because yeah. everybody knows i'm big on talking i get it well i do a lot of listening too, or i try to i should do more of it is the point um I can listen to them and it, they light up and they, and it's exciting. I talked to Brandon and he he has a great memory and it's just, it's kind of a neat thing. And so I'm really jazzed on, I mean, y'all know I'm jazzed on podcasting anyway, but I am very confident that not just podcasting, but creative, meaningful work is almost everybody's future. And I don't know if, yeah. if, if if anybody's thought about that or y'all have thought about it. I know a lot of people have probably talked about it, but I am jazzed and I want to share the message with everybody the more I think about it. And then you guys know I like to talk about AI and all this stuff, too, so it actually ties in. But I'm becoming more and more convinced that being having creative, real skills to do things that are meaningful is probably if we can keep the society on the track here, not in the ditch or, or you know into oblivion, I think humans work in 50 years is all going to be just meaningful stuff that is creative, that is stimulating to you to do and meaningful to other people. And I believe that'll be also, it happened to be the most marketable skills when the robots and everything, software is doing everything else for us. We will invent new things of meaning to do. And it's obviously useful to do stuff like document stuff or make films or make documentaries or being graphic design or designing experiences like the conference I feel like fell into that category it's stuff that you do that matters and it's rewarding and adds value to people and that's very optimistic I know we complain about a lot of stuff but I think that's what's going to happen so good for everybody working on your creative skills that will be your probably your work in the future
1: And the evolutionary process, the people that aren't able to be creative to do meaningful stuff will commit suicide, (laughs) and then the rest of us will... Well, will no. basically all just be doing meaningful stuff. It, it, it I, it's a utopian society. Well, and
2: I'll give you the downside in a minute, but no, that's not it because it's not. But true. I'm
1: with you, man. Like my my robot vacuums our floors and it opens up time for me to do meaningful stuff. So that step has already been taking place. Do you ha-
2: have myself. one of those Zumba or whatever? Yeah, it's just dude. Roomba, I bought I bought is. a
1: refurbished like off brand that had really good reviews on Amazon for. Like less than two hundred dollars, and I just love it. That's amazing. I just love the thing. It is so cool. <laughs>
2: that's that's amazing. Y'all are
1: y'all are both so hopeful. I'm the exact opposite. How right so? Now. Like I I
0: couldn't be more disappointed in humanity. <laughs> 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 well, I was just thinking about it. I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast. He had Duncan Tressel on, which is always a really interesting podcast. They say crazy stuff and talk about conspiracy theories and all that stuff. And they I think they're really high when they do it too. So it's just funny to listen to. But they were talking about uh the government and they said something like I, I don't know, have y'all heard this before that the government's always like seven years ahead of everybody else or something like that. Definitely. And and I and I started thinking, but then Joe said something about uh uh how maybe one day we'll all kind of talking maybe not, not what you're saying specifically, but maybe one day people will be we won't need the government anymore. They were talking conspiracy theory kind of stuff, but we won't need the government and we'll get past this and all and then I just started thinking about it. I thought he's totally wrong. And I think you might be totally wrong too, just based literally on Facebook and Twitter interactions between humans. Like, I just, there is no, like, you have to have a governing body and it will always, somebody will always fuck everything up. They're going to mess it all up, whether it's Christianity or technology or whatever, ego, the id. The human will always just tear it down. Like when you say people will be doing meaningful work, mm-hmm. more people won't be, or they'll be trying to get <laughs> theirs. And 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 the people trying to do the meaningful work will go, well, shit, I'm doing meaningful work, but these people bring it down. Maybe instead, of, maybe I'll take ten minutes instead of doing meaningful work today and create a weapon to kill those people. <laughs> you know, I mean seriously, that's going to
1: happen. Yeah, it's just, you know what? It, it, it depresses what's, me. What's funny, Toby, is before you hopped on the call, Matt and I were just talking about how we can't believe that mass shootings don't happen more often and crazy things like i i was uh, I, i'll give a snapshot of the scenario that's let, going on i'm not on ready tra- to get to that yet i want to stay on this a little bit Joey. we got we got Go.
0: time if you don't mind but yeah please yep. can you sl- see this is my exact point yeah okay. so, <laughs> we're somebody's tra- always tra- tra- we are You're trying right. to do something meaningful that's right, right now and somebody tries Joey's to ruin got it. his you got Damn yours it. i got mine <laughs> it, it, i'm 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 derailing I derailed exactly what you were trying to be. For the first time in, in a long time, I've heard Matt be hopeful about humanity. <laughs> Give, he gave people a little bit of slack. All this stuff. I immediately derailed it with my own agenda. Then Joey jumps in. Let me let's talk about mass shooting. <laughs> I'm not laughing at mass shootings. but I'm just saying we all. Have, I mean, I, that's what worries me, man. No, Matt, it, have you
2: seen? Have you
1: seen Elysium? Matt, have you seen Elysium? No, I'm
2: familiar with the premise, but I haven't seen it.
1: I mean, I, I don't understand how that isn't a, uh It's avoidable. like where rich people live almost. Yeah, like I don't Poor see how are. a that, bunch of people yeah. don't get left behind. That, they so will. Well. That's, that's true right gonna, now. I'll that that movie
0: is happening right now, but go yeah, ahead. That I, that,
2: right. that is going to happen, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But that's why the most important part is to focus, to encourage, and to inspire people <laughs> to gain a skill because it is important now, what I'm saying, what here's my the way I'm looking at this is that, first of all, we do a lot more meaningful stuff now than people did in the past. What we do now is great. I know it's meaningful and I know it's stimulating to me, and it happens to make money. That's crazy, but it'd be fine to do if it didn't make money. I would still do it because it's still stimulating and I still find it meaningful, and others do too. We have the, the technologies enabled us to do that, and the economic success of our country and the globe has enabled that more people do more meaningful work now than obviously ever before. We don't have to be in factories as much stuff like that. So even a lot of people are doing really relatively cool work. Um, if, even if it's, you know, even if it's just doing graphic design for bank of America, I mean, that's still better than a factory job and it's going to continue to get better and better. Um, there's even like you see with Spotify that the, Creators are starting to make money again, especially independent ones. More and more middlemen get cut out, and more and more people are able to do really interesting stuff. The gig economy with Uber and Airbnb allow people to do that. And this is just the beginnings of it. And to Toby's stuff about Facebook and Twitter being negative, yes, but this is the beginnings of all that stuff. But there's an overlap between people making films, people making music that enable people to make films, and that, all that work getting more uh, connected and cheaper and easier and so think about how many people today are wedding planners. You get to design events or, or work on making conferences <laughs> yeah. or be wedding photographers. These Those things are meaningful, and it's just the beginning. And this stuff is not – it never existed in society before in the, to, in the same way or to the same degree. And so as we unlock more and more abilities and we're able to train ourselves into doing creative stuff, the thing about creative stuff is people say, oh, well, when everybody runs out of work, there'll be no jobs. But that is not true we just find deeper and deeper things to care about which spawn their own industries and those are typically becoming more and more meaningful. Like people that make artisan pickles, they care about it. We had food before. There was a time, and if you go back to communism and all the way back to these other systems that people have implemented, it was along the line, like just think of communism a while back. It would have been like Well, we need cars, so have the government people work on some cars, and then once we have a car, that'll be good. Okay, we got a car now, or we have food. There's a box that says cereal, and everybody gets one. But all you got to do is start caring about cereal and cars, and you wind up with a Porsche you know, 911 GT3 yeah. or something. And that keeps happening, and people care about that. And then people write magazines about cars, and people get in these niche little things where people do custom artwork on cars and and make TV shows like Top Gear about cars. And there, all these are jobs and employment, and it all comes out of stuff we just decide to care about because now, we Matt, have the free time this. and disposable money to do it because we no longer have to do industrial stuff. So now... You look at the AI wave and the robot wave, we'll have even more time. We'll invent more things to be meaningful because we did invent music, for instance, and painting, by the way. We invented it just to make it out of, out of nowhere, and then people could do it. And then we we'll will let me invent ask you new things this, to keep doing.
1: Let me, ask you, let me ask you this, and let me use TV as an example. Let's say that over the next 10 years— uh, pretty much, we have access to all the channels, and oh yeah, every week a hundred channels are added because robots are doing everything else. Isn't the supply and demand relevant here? Like, if you have a million podcasts, just imagine how hard it would be to make an income from that. I mean, you would have to actually be so creative that you create completely different forms of presenting information or different meaningful stuff. But you're looking at it. There's more than ever before. it's always been an old model, Joey. You're you're looking at it in the model of,
0: Oh, you got to earn a living and get yours and all that stuff. Matt, Matt's probably talking about a little bit more futuristic model where, your work adds to the world, and it also provides for you. It, yes, it, you can't think of oh, I got to make my minimum wage or something like that. More like that, people that do is the what stuff act, than they used to. Yeah, I mean, there's and, more and that actually with- keeps us back from being creative. The reason why most people aren't creative is because oh, I got to earn a living. You know how many people have told me, man, I'd love to be in a band or do a podcast. I just can't make enough money. But yeah. they would if the money thing wasn't as like, wait a minute, I got to make money because why? Now, what we're talking about does. Sound a little bit communist, Matt? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's, it's
2: the opposite of that. But I, I, I but, know. It's but not. I'll
0: tell you that where where the downside is coming, and I'll get there. But
2: I, the upside is still very clear, and. If you think about it, people like me and Toby were never able to make music in the '80s and early '90s. There wasn't a career. In fact, doing labels helped me to understand how these bands did so much and were so big and still didn't make any money. But yeah. I know how to make money because of what they've done, and it's been practiced and tested and engineered. And now we and, the, got internet it. Yeah, and uh, the internet exists. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exists. So that's what enabled it to exist. But people didn't used to be indie bands where you could figure out how to tour and make a living. Now you can. So there's a lot more hack guitarists like me that make a living being a guitarist than ever before. And now the now that, you know, maybe rock music's dead. Who cares? But the, the, the touring scene's less than it was. But there are new scenes. There's podcasting. There's movies. There's shorts. There's YouTube. There will be more things to do, and more people do those things than ever before. That trend will continue. So if you are a, right now the biggest job is drivers. You drive for Uber. You drive trucks. You drive a cab. You deliver stuff, whatever. That's the biggest job. That one is going to go away. And so what yeah. I'm saying is whatever the main thing is that people are going to be doing will largely be human stuff that computers can't do that is creative in nature, and the, de- the, the demand for it will increase first. So the demand I'm, – I'm not trying to talk economics here, so let me speak carefully. There will be a demand for better and more entertainment always as people have more uh, disposable income and free time, and then the supply will fill that. More, more things, somebody else will come up with something that doesn't even exist yet, and it will be an art form that doesn't even exist. And it'll spawn all kind of new creative people and stuff. And they, you know, just like the internet allowed us to start touring, basically, and make a living. That's what happened. So more technologies, more human creativity, hand in hand, and that's the way it goes. So your skills that you're learning today when you're podcasting or public speaking or hosting or designing a conference or making a documentary, whatever it is, the, the, those skills and the relate, like I learned audio recording. Well, that one kind of fell apart. I, I know how to use an SSL console and write automation on it in a big studio. That's a useless skill, unfortunately. But still, a lot of stuff bu- built around that I still use in other things that I do. It overlaps, it compounds, it grows. There's going to be so much good stuff to do. But all you got to do is work on it now before it's your job, care about it, and these, more of these things will matter in the future. And we obviously have a crisis of meaning, if you want to camp out on that for a second. People thinking that their jobs don't matter and that lives don't have meaning is at almost crisis level right right now. That's all I ever hear is people unfulfilled with what their job is. And they think, if I could just do this, I'd be happy. I don't know. So hopefully that will kind of increase that. So I don't know if you have any thoughts on the meaningful part,
0: like where we're at now. Well, one of the best if you want to call it inventions or things that anybody ever has come up with for me is blue apron. (laughs) Amazing. I love blue apron. Blue apron is the leading meal kit delivery service in the U S. And while many people know what they do and what we do here, many don't know about the types of meals you eat when you cook with blue apron. Let me tell you a couple like strip steaks with potatoes and spicy maple collard greens. I never liked collard greens even before Blue Apron. That's true. I've said it a million times. My favorite vegetables in the whole world uh, come from Blue Apron. Uh, steakhouse inspired favorite with a delicious twist of chili infused maple syrup with incredible ingredients and chef design recipes. Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do. And that's true. That they, they just, they had this convenient. Because uh, Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door. Flexibility, uh, Blue Apron offers 12 new recipes each week. And customers can pick two, three, or four recipes to pay, uh, based on what, their best, what best fits their schedule. And it's high quality. They send you only non-GMO ingredients. I'm telling you, Blue Apron is awesome. And Blue Apron is treating bad Christian listeners to $30 off your first order. If you visit blueapron.com slash bad Christian. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash bad Christian. You can try things like spicy chicken and stir fried vegetables, strips, steak, and potatoes. Like I said, with maple collard uh, collard greens. The list goes on and on. They're so good. It tastes so good. I love it. Check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash bad Christian. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. But Blue Apron is an example. Somebody was like, "Well, maybe I could do food better, recipes better, or something mm-hmm. like that." Better. And yeah, now, exactly. and now it's thing, Actually, better. providing meals for tons of families and people, single, everybody. Uh, uh, you know, it's amazing. Like you, you're right. Like I love the idea of. Uh, I know we're kind of hopping in a little bit to the gig economy, people are calling mm-hmm. it, or whatever right. it might be. But I do love the idea of people living to living to their potential. And not worried about making ends meet, or oh, uh, who's my accountant, or my retirement, or all this silly stuff. You know what I mean? Like that—that that stuff has plagued us for so long that I was taught super early, and and still didn't work out. Got to have your retirement, Toby. Start planning now when you're mm-hmm. 17 because you're going to need it. It's going to be bad or hard. And you know, my dad, you know, he's he's still concerned about when he retires, will he have enough money and all this stuff. And I just keep thinking, like, it feels first pretty unbiblical and not Christ-like for pe- so many people to be, you know uncared for and working for dollars, not for joy. Like you're saying people are unfulfilled. And the other thing is look what, like you said, what could happen just because you learned something that might be going out of date, like just because you're an Uber driver right now does not mean that, uh, your person, you know, personable skills aren't improving that your, uh, hand-eye coordination, whatever it might be. All those things, like you said, with like with recording music on an SSL console or whatever, you will use some of those things that you learn to still help and build and create for the future. So all that's good. You, there is no waste of learning. Like you don't get you don't have, you don't have waste yeah. when you learn. Right. That, that that's not true. Sometimes we've been told that, "Oh, well, don't don't go study this in college cuz it's not worth anything." I'll give you a but perfect that's example not true. of that
2: is uh y- you know, you got to prepare to do a podcast, right? So the prepare yeah. preparation of times you get an author, you got to read their book or scan their book or at least do what you can to know what you're going to talk about. Or whatever. So, um, and that's your job. That's my job. I have to prepare for conversations and have conversations. Sometimes I don't do a good job of preparation at all, but sometimes I like to. So, we were going to have Jordan Peterson on the podcast. So, I prepared for that. But I thought it was interesting, of course, and I wanted to have him on the show because I wanted to have him on anyway. And so, I I almost threw his audio book of it, and I went through a bunch of his other stuff. So, I probably spent. (laughs) I mean, the truth. The truth is, I probably prepared. 20 to 40 hours for that interview and then it didn't happen so no. I, i'm a big loser i didn't get paid for that nothing happened it didn't matter what a waste of time no not at all I, that was what i wanted right. to do I, I don't care right like, it'd be nice to talk to him but who cares That right. i enjoyed every moment and got a lot out of the preparation for that i get that there's no podcast okay so what that's that's what right. when you're doing good work i mean that that's it's not wasted. It's not wasted at all. It's was just doing what I wanted to do kind of thing. So, I, But the bad news is for people that don't Uh-oh. want to do anything. The bad right. news is if you don't, you you know. And you're it, talking about homeless people and poor people, aren't oh, you, man? yeah, exactly. No, I'm talking about anybody <laughs> who if you ask them what they, what what they really want, they, what they want hey, is to.
1: Hey, but bef- before we move on to that, can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Like, there's, there's, yeah, there's, sure, man. There's a disconnect here. What about all the people, because I know some of them personally, who busted their tails in trying to do something meaningful and tried to pursue their dreams, but it didn't pan out? Yeah, right. Like, Toby actually, I mean, it's not Christ-like to go. I mean, that's. I'm just like, there's a lot of people that actually have to make the honorable decision of, well, I gotta, I gotta work right. at uh, a warehouse because sure. I tried, I tried, but I now I'm in a bunch no, you, of debt. you totally I,
0: misunderstood what I was saying. What, okay. what I'm saying is, is, there, my my point more largely is, you're talking about somebody that has to go earn thirteen dollars and ninety five cents an hour, and you're saying that is honorable and that is good. I'm saying they have more potential than that, and the thirteen dollars yep. and ninety five cents an hour is keeping them. In that job and not feeling free to pursue their dream. Gotcha. It's no question of honor or they... No, there's not bad people that don't have meaningful jobs. They're not available right now. But
2: I'm telling you is they're coming. Get ready. You be ready so that you can do one of them or invent one of them even better. That's what you got to do. Anybody that wants to... Pay attention because the downside of this is going to be pretty bad for some people. So, yes, that doesn't exist yet. But if we could just had technology that would pair people's optimum skills to an optimum job, just imagine if that technology existed. It doesn't, of course, but an AI or a brain scan that could tell what you were optimized to do and get you doing it. Even if it was be a high up manager at something that you may even think is boring, that was would be the right job for somebody. That would be fulfilling yeah. for them, and then better and better and better as the jobs get better. But all the jobs we have today are better than the jobs we had a hundred years ago. But it's going to accelerate really fast, and this, and I'm telling you, it'll be based on meaning and s- stimulation. I mean, I, I know that because, well, I don't know it, and I don't know the timeline. <laughs> but it, it's it's just uh it's it's just I, I believe that to be true. Now the problem, well, well how about don't, this? Don't though? You, What's
0: going to happen is it, the computer's going to and print out the ticket. And Joey's going to read, oh, I'm supposed to make uh, lounge chairs because I know everything <laughs> yeah. about lounging. He's going to go, no, I'm, I'm a it. pastor. <laughs> no, I'm actually a pastor. That's what I am. So the problem is people's, once again, ego and id and idea of who they are and what they should yeah. be what might get in the way there. Like yeah. I think yeah. I would There, – I'm, I'm almost certain that I would be pretty fulfilled – if I worked in lawn maintenance, I've always liked cutting grass. I like the way I feel after a yard's done well, or I trim the bush. All this stuff. I know that that would be beneficial to me. I go well. The, the, I don't know if I would ever do that because I should be an entertainer or whatever. I might be missing the mark right now. I might be happier. Well, lawn doing maintenance something. won't be
2: a future career. I mean, if Joey's could get a vacuum to do that, I mean, Snapper's going to invent a lawnmower that can
1: cut the grass pretty soon too.
0: So that's for, what I'm saying. Maybe but, technology takes away all the things I could be good yeah, at. Yeah, I mean, so aren't,
1: aren't there aren't there people that? are very skilled and made for a certain job and they're just going to be out of luck because you can't like, for example, I know people that are just unbelievable with making stuff with their hands and construction and, you know, building furniture and all that stuff. I I guess that person needs to no, think of no, a unique way not. of doing no, that.
2: No, totally. There's a- unbelievable demand for that work in the future because it's meaningful. People will care about the art, gotcha. the perfect table that's built this way and handcrafted yeah. by a ma- Like, even that stuff well, it just matters. Like, there's a bunch of people that make their living on Etsy making wel- welding. Like, welding was wel- welding because we needed the freaking beams not to fall down on the buildings. And now people create beautiful art with welding and sell it for a ton of money and other people have money and care about it. So, yeah. that's a great skill. That's great is what I'm saying. But there will be people left out, and that's people that don't have any creative skills or more important, desire, and don't focus on talent because I reject talent almost entirely here because I made my living for my almost my whole life with stuff that I promise you I'm not innately talented at, just figured out how to do because I was interested in it.
1: I well, do- let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Could the reverse happen? Uh, let me try to think of it. Ah. Uh... This is the only example I can think of is it's it shows where my mind's at, I guess. But let's say let's say sex robots become very, very common and everybody's got one. Uh, They're acceptable in marriages. (laughs) Wives are just like, man, that's really awesome. My husband has that kind of lets me off the hook. Will prostitutes become back in demand because people are like, man, it'd really be cool actually to do this with an actual human being that does this for a living? Like, do you think it will like a- almost like going back to like when Coke came out with new Coke and everybody's just like, no, I like the classic Coke. Do you think right. that a lot of old school yeah. stuff will start happening? Coke and prostitutes. Good and good yeah, exactly. comparison. Uh, yeah. yeah I no, like you're that welcome. One. Well, you're, I, look, but y'all understand the concept that I'm saying though, like, like, yeah, if, I get it. <laughs> like <laughs> Well, I mean, it's just I it, maybe,
0: but it, well, I mean, what, it, maybe. I, 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 I don't people, know.
2: I mean, that's neither really here nor people, there, I guess. People
0: but. might want a real live prostitute. Yeah, they the might. Future. You're right.
2: I guess you're right about that one.
0: You nailed it. <laughs>
2: we do need to do a little bit more thinking before we go running our mouth here, because you're right. I guess that foils. No. So, but think about it this way. The problem is that people that don't, I mean, you could say lazy is going to be a problem, but we probably will, if if it goes well, it, our society could fall apart very easily, but ignoring that oh, yeah. and in the short term as in the next 50, 25, 75 years, we will, we probably will figure out some stuff economically. We may even get stuff like yeah. universal basic income, which I'm sure you've heard of. So mm. this is the biggest concern is people that are part of the system now um, people that are help that are hurt by the system or prison, uh welfare. Um, and if we get universal basic income, that'll be a great thing for people. And I can understand why. I mean, I, I I think it sounds like a good idea and it probably will help some of the extreme poverty and people that need help, which I never have a problem with, but it is treacherous to somebody that's just lazy because you if you may not yeah. have to do anything in the future. You may not have to and woe to you if you're one of those people that d- don't have to and decide not to that's the worst fate i can imagine is completely being rotten and you don't have to work and you don't have anything you want to do and you can't declare anything stimulating or meaningful or you don't have the energy or you don't have the skill or you don't have anything to do if you're the kind of person that just wants to go home and play video games and you don't care right. and if somebody said you could do whatever you want in the world they they talk about sitting on a beach that that person is
1: in terrible trouble what that, about lifelong learners like people that are just like Man, that those people are gonna be always great. be in school they're gonna be great yeah but that, no but that'll be fine that's an example that's an example of someone who maybe is lazy because they don't want to have any sort of production or think of anything creative they're just like i just want to learn for the rest of my life well, if they
2: have a drive to do it and a care about it, then that that'll be good. That will be stimulating and healthy for that
1: person well, what saying, if somebody wants what if somebody wants to learn uh more about how to play a lot of video games
0: well, what about That's the idea fine. that it that it t- it helps the teachers get better at teaching then for the people that will be more productive whatever you know well, what teaching I, mean? all I, I don't see system. how
1: teaching is gonna be i mean I think maybe you'll be able to be a teacher. For like minimum wage because all you have to do is guide kids in how to right, that'll learn go from computers. Yeah, but, but mean, I, what know, I'm, I'm saying
2: I, is people that don't have a drive or a thing to care about will be essentially zoo animals in the future. They'll be taken care of, fine. But they will live in domestication <laughs> in a way that is not good. And you won't have to I mean, you can imagine just giving a kid unlimited goofy iPad games forever and they never learn anything they don't ever need to. And why should they? How is that gonna turn out? That'd be that, that's right. that's just it's the worst. It's like living in a bad zoo. So we're so, kind of
1: talking idiocracy, and I, I guess I'm a little more negative, like Toby. I think that uh, th- there's going to be so many humans that revert to that because that's going to be gonna, horrible. Though they're going to initially, th- well, no, they're going to initially think this is the best, exactly. thing ever. This is utopia. We don't have to do anything. I can just. And I do think what most it, people are going to buy into entertainment,
2: that. all I want, and eat whatever I want, and whatever. That is hell. I mean that that will be horrible. And for, and that's what I'm saying. It'll be like a zoo. you will be like the freaking uh orca that Finn fin has flopped over. That and that'll be a, might be half of but the what, people. And they don't I have mean, to do are my mind is my mind is just of, going to be miserable crazy beyond right imagination. Now. Like
1: what if you could hook all of these people up into uh, the matrix sort of thing and they can just explore all sorts of worlds yeah. and Virtually visit other Mm -hmm. countries—is that lazy or is that? Yeah, I mean,
2: what I'm saying is it'll just be a control mechanism for the low class. There'll be two classes. There'll be people that do stuff and people that don't. That'll be what the future is. I'm not saying it's utopian, but that the bad side is if you don't do anything and you don't care about anything, you'll just be taken care of like you're in a freaking hospital. Yeah, hook up with the Matrix. You can have whatever experience you want. By I mean whatever, but it won't matter and it won't be meaningful.
1: And you'll know it, and it'll be hell. There's going to be way more people that revert to doing nothing. Uh, like they're going to be a bunch of Tobys. <laughs> that, that is a really, what you just said, Matt was a actual really uh, good
0: comparison to what hell is. Yeah. I think like that's the idea of, like of not, of not wanting to produce or work or like we, we, we oftentimes now think of work as bad or what whatever it might be. It might be tough or hard or we don't like it. We're not getting paid enough. All those things. But the idea of just like a, a righteous work and not wanting to partake of that or whatever could be like, yeah, you're taken care of or whatever it might be, but you are completely unfulfilled and I guess that would be called lazy or uncaring and unproductive to where you useless, don't help is what i would say. You don't help you don't help society. Your goal is not to help society but just yourself. That sounds like hell. It's useless. It really, does. I mean you're of yeah.
2: no use if you if you're that. But you're fine. I mean just imagine your bank account's fine, but i mean everything's going to turn inward. I mean the the computers are already telling you what to watch and Matt where to go. Matt just said and, the
0: N-word. Oh god. What was the
2: N-word that <laughs>
0: You said, you, said N-word, N-word. you said everything's going to be inward.
1: Yeah,
2: everything's turning inward. Did I misunderstand?
1: Yeah. Y'all make fun of me for oh. dumb jokes. Good Lord. But, uh, that was just horrible. And so Matt, th- I let think me that'll ask be a this.
2: Huge, huge divide. It's going to be, just, uh, you know, pay attention because a lot of people go, oh, cool. If I got university, oh, I'll get taken care of or whatever. But if you don't have, you got to, people, I get them confronted with that all the time when I get in conversations with people. It's like, oh, so what would you do? What can you do? What What do you want to do? Like, let's just say, because everybody's, Filled. Everybody I ever talked to is filled with, well, I got to do this and my family's got to be taken care of and that's why I got to do this and that's why I got to do this. It's this loop True. Of, of all this causal stuff that they act like or feel like they have no freedom. But if somebody that works on a, in a call center has a couple kids and plays video games at night and avoids his kids, this guy, Matt, do you, what, do does he want? what does he actually want? The answer? He does not have an answer. Yeah. He doesn't have an answer. If you could ask him what he wants, he'd say, like, more money a uh,
1: better vacation, uh, he doesn't want anything. That guy is doomed. Do future. you see these positive options going into like even third-world countries, or are we just talking first-world countries, or or do you think over time it will be a worldwide deal to where people can actually decide? Well, I'm not, yeah, I'm I'm not
2: making a specific prediction or anything. I'm just saying in 50 years, it'll be much larger creative work, and there'll be even—I mean, poor people now aren't poor— by any historical spectrum, I mean, they still have smartphones and flat screen TVs and air conditioning. Yeah. I mean, it's that's not what you know, it's we're moving forward. So, just extrapolating on the trend of physically, our needs are met better and easier over time as we innovate. You know, and I'm not even talking about government stuff, I don't even care. Do you about think
1: that, that do you think Minority or blah, 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 Minority Report with Tom Cruise? And for those of you that missed that movie, basically. Busting people before they do crime—do you think that is in the future too? That seems something like that, but
2: again, that's not really what I'm thinking about. I'm not trying to make concrete predictions, but I am telling—I do think that that there there will be more of a divide in by people who are doers and people that are takers, and you can choose which one, and you'll be fine either way. And I'm telling you, if you choose the taker route, you're doomed. That's not how to look at anything. Why? Because you'll have a meaningless, useless existence. Unless you're learning all the time, some people would dick that, okay, you can do whatever you want, I'm saying, but that's not good when people have to face that it's not good because they don't know what they want they don't that's that's the problem a problem of meaning
1: you I mean can do, whatever I do you think, feel like I, I i think you're a brilliant person, Matt, and I think and I <laughs> stop in complimenting me when you're trying to insult me you do it all the time hold knock on it off hold on i and I definitely think that a lot of what you're saying is very accurate, but I do think that it's You are seeing it through the lenses of Matt. I think there's some people that are just like, man, I would love to not have to do anything and just read about history constantly. That sounds like a dream, and I kind of think someone could be fulfilled, and that's not lazy. That's That's too simple. I don't think that actually describes anybody, but that's not my point. My point is... Exactly, because you can't relate to that.
2: No, there's nobody who only wants to read history and do nothing else in their life. That's oversimplistic... Historians? ...anecdote. They have lives. They like stuff. They have hobbies. They do things. They like to interact with people. They go to yeah, parties. They about do other work. stuff. We're talking about work. Work. I'm. you got to separate work and jobs in the future, too, by the way. Does that throw you off at all to say that? I'm not talking about what, jobs. I'm talking about work. Yeah, What's about happening work. right now
0: proves that what you, everything you said isn't, gonna, isn't going to happen. It's just, <laughs> it's Listen, it's there's I mean, too many we, Joey right Spensons now, out there, man. Right, right now. now. Now, the real bad news is... I think there won't be the, no pastors.
2: <laughs> I get an AI pastor; he'll be smarter. But the um, the but your AI pastor news, is
0: also your sex
2: robot. Yeah. <laughs> just upload the program; he could do either one. The uh, real bad news would be further down the line if the AI actually becomes extremely powerful. Then I think it's almost no chance that he, the other choice is that. The meaningful stuff kind of doesn't pan out either. And, and we all become zoo animals, the whole humans, like, you know, chimpanzees, yeah. like probably taken care of in a way where we feel like unlimited pleasure and bliss and entertainment. But the AI superseded us and we're just cared for. And, you know, we're like zebras at the zoo, you know, like they give, we feed the penguins fish, you know, at the zoo and they swim right. around in the little tank and they're, they, I guess they think they're happy, but. They don't know that they've never been in the ocean. And by the way, if you release them in the ocean, they'd be killed instantly. You right. know? But that But that, that's a, also a good... So how, what, I mean, what yeah. percentage of the pop That's just going to be the divide. You're either the penguin in there that I guess you think you're happy, have fun, but you don't even know what the ocean is. And if you ever saw it, you'd be killed instantly because you're so domesticated. <laughs> You'll either be that or there's going to be people out trying to live lives despite
0: the fact that they maybe have universal basic income or whatever it yes. is. To me, like AI in general, that to me there is no stop to it. It's already it's already yeah, started, true. so it can't be stopped. Now it won't it won't be stopped. I don't really see the, the scariest thing to me about AI is it'll be amazing for a while, and things will get unreal until you're right. Till AI goes, wait a minute, what is this? And an AI ain't gonna keep us in a zoo they're just going to end us maybe but there's I no, mean th- there's no there's no reason I mean what what do we help the planet do we help the universe there's I don't lots know, of different you know I mean? ways to look at that like, but that's a, one possibility yeah I mean there's,
2: there's I mean why of would they keep us
0: there. I don't know why they would keep us around the matrix kept us around just because they use us as energy source yeah, right. sources but that they'll figure that out I mean like the idea of what what is it like what a human can learn in 10,000 years a, a computer will be able to learn in a week or something oh, like that. Yeah. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. I mean like we can't, we won't be able to comprehend and they'll have so many answers. It will be a God that goes, yeah. ah, I don't need that. I'd rather move on and do other stuff that doesn't inhibit. Why would I do this? Unless you're right. Unless it becomes a godlike figure that goes, Oh, my goal now as a, as creator or God would be help this nothing be something you yeah. know what i mean like yeah, may- maybe that I,
2: I, i'm not i don't really know exactly on that but there's lots of things you can think of there but joey to your point earlier about people that want to do stuff i what i'm saying is in general this is very generalized and non-specific so don't look for one possible exception you can think of to invalidate what i'm saying think about just trust fund kids they're taken care of they're miserable that that's that's we'll have resources we'll have technology we'll have everything and now you're my a, cousin, your choice my cousin. is to be a, yeah, guess what? You knew somebody that had a lot of money and they did good. I get it. I know what you're going to say.
1: I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. But just, yeah, you can see what chain. I'm saying.
2: I mean, there's some trust funds, kids, people that also, people that are rich and the kids care and they engage and they become productive. I mean, that's right. what it is. It's like having an unbelievable trust fund in the future. Will you be a la- the lazy bum brat kind? And yeah, you can put on your VR goggles and suit and stay back and have every pleasurable experience in the world. and you're isolated personal vr universe and do yep. nothing yeah you'll be able to do that go do ahead
1: you think that there will be a mass exodus of modern civilization civilization of people that find plots of land and just like you know what i you know i and and maybe even people they don't even see it as a moral issue they're just like i just don't like this I, I want to live off the land i think there'll be a lot of people that start doing that that,
0: that will happen i think people are already doing that they'll there will be some, uh, realization of being unconnected and how healthy that is. Like I, I, I already see that. Like I've been trying to tell myself, uh, don't look at your phone for the first, whatever for a while until the kids and Jess go to school in the morning or whatever it might be. And I have kind of done it and not totally done it. I still, there's an email I need to check or there's some there's something that pulls me into that world that is mm-hmm. virtual and it sound and it, I can tell myself it's work. I can tell myself it's important, all those things. But I really do see a value of being unplugged. And since I am organic, being organic, if you will, in the world and seeing yep. real stuff and all that stuff, I, I do think that is true. But I, so, pe- yes, yeah, all that people stuff will, will want to do that. There'll but, be a million but,
2: factions and fractions of people doing things different ways. I'm just talking about big picture loosely, and I'm not even being that predictive. But you're right about unplugging. A lot of people want to do that. I'll tell you, a good way to do that was, is with a vacation. And if I'm oh, yeah. going on a vacation and I am going on a vacation, I use tripping.com. I'll tell you about it here. The average family visits five different websites when they're trying to book a vacation rental. And let me tell you a tip get a vacation rental that's a house with a kitchen and a bunch of bathrooms and a couple of bedrooms, especially if you have kids. It's way cooler than a hotel. We just were in one in Nashville when we were there at the conference, and it was like, man, do we, it was just, the most pleasant thing to have a house that we got used to over the week and the kids could run around in and we could cook or go out or whatever we wanted to do. It's an amazing way to do a vacation. Um, and I didn't have tripping.com. I didn't know about it at the time when I booked that one, but we're going on a trip to New York, um, in May and we're taking Georgia. And so we're going to, we're doing, we're looking on tripping.com right now and I found just some amazing deals. It pulls stuff from all the different websites, Uh, It's trusted by millions of travelers. It's been in the New York Times and Forbes. It's the world's number one site for vacation rentals. So it's really something I highly recommend. Um, It will help you get the best price, and it saves you from having to jump to all the different websites yourself. Vacation rentals, I mean, they offer flexibility and perks and amenities that hotels don't like. You know, like I said, multiple bedrooms, backyard, hot tub, Wi-Fi. Sometimes they even have kitchens that are already stocked, and you know, depending on how you want to cook or whatever you want to do. So, with tripping.com, OneSearch lets you filter and compare and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like VRBO, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. So, you don't have to wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 18% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So, don't forget if you want to save time and money, booking the perfect vacation today. Uh, then you gotta head to tripping.com slash bad christian. That's tripping dot com slash bad christian.
0: Nice. Uh, let's move on from the, all this hope and all that stuff, and maybe uh, or the scary AI, and move on to something a little bit more lighthearted. What you were talking about earlier, Joey?
1: Mass shootings? No, I. I <laughs> it, it it is a very very it, it's it's super heavy in Charleston. Um, and. I'm trying to think of what has been released in the news. So basically what happened is, and this is a, this is a family that is a part of, uh, well, I won't go into that because, but basically yesterday morning at 10 o'clock, apparently there was a mom. This happened yesterday. Yeah. So apparently there's a mom home with her three kids, a six month old, a two year old and a four year old. And, and, uh, Authorities are saying an unwanted guest uh came there and uh brutally um beat this woman uh close to death she is uh they're saying she's in fair condition right now, but the worst part of all this is the two older kids were not picked up for school, so they put two and two together and went to the house and sure enough, she was almost beaten to death and her six month old and her two-year-old are there at the house near their mom who they can't talk to. And the four-year-old is missing. So right now in Charleston, I mean, it's, it's chaotic. Everyone is looking for this four-year-old, but you just have to think uh, the person that did this probably is responsible for where this four-year-old is. And, and look what this person did to the mom. And it it is just, you know, I I agree with what you guys said. We you know we talk about tragedies and just how easy it is to get wrapped up into them, and then next week we don't even think about it and all, all that sort of stuff. But it, when it when when it's dealing with a kid and you're a parent, I, I think all that stuff goes out the window. It you can you can easily grieve that because I'm thinking about this this father who was in Virginia on Coast Guard duty who got this phone call yesterday and he's driving yeah. back to Charleston thinking. I don't know where my daughter is, but there's a good chance that whoever has her is the same person that almost killed my wife. I mean, it is just unbelievably horrible. Now, a, a few a few bright sides, one thing that I just think is amazing is, you know, we've been talking about technology and just how crazy it is that with within an hour the force of Facebook is more powerful than the police force was 10 years ago by by 10. I mean, immediately there's thousands of people that are aware and maybe thousands of people that are actively looking for this uh little toddler. I think on uh on Johns Island where this happened, there were hundreds and hundreds of people looking in the woods and and all of that stuff, but yeah, it's just I just well, I mean, could could you guys what would you guys do? Like being in that situation and and Matt, I think you always have good advice like why even go there, but Sometimes I'm just like, "I don't know if I'd be able to handle that like i just well, how
0: about this how how can you i mean okay, first of all, this is too much for a human to take right i mean it, it, like there is no grasping it or understanding it or you have or to let go. wrapping your head around it like there is nothing like there is no explanation, this is horrific and horrible, and there is no good explanation or reason or anything like this this is too much for somebody to take. So, my first thoughts, usually, and, and I think it's understandable. Where was God? Right. Why does God lets this happen. I mean, God can do so much. what, what in the world? I mean, the, the, you know the, the, these, these people have to go through this now, right and so and, and somebody goes, "Well, you know what? God can heal all things and he can do all things and do it. if you can believe that side of God. Then you have to be able to believe where is God too. Right, like you have to live in that right. whatever you want to call it tension or discomfort or awkwardness of God. Sometimes is there, and sometimes he feels like he's so far away. And the worst thing in my life could happen. Right, it is moment. not. And it, and I wouldn't even go further as if th- th- this is the thing that really just blows my mind. Something so horrible happens, and the the reaction I want to have and have immediately too is. If I could get the person that did it, I would murder them. Right. I would torture them. Right. I would do horrible things to them. Right. Like I, I would the, do that.
1: I mean, the, I, I would also go evil, if you will. Right. Yeah. The. the I mean, the. the not de- be forgiving. The details are just horrific. I mean, because uh, this this family is is connected uh, to some people that I know, and so there's some details. That it's just. Listen. I mean. Going to what you just said, Toby, it is not a crazy thought for someone to say prayer does not matter. Like that is at least got to be on the table. I mean, like when an atheist just pokes so many holes through prayer, it is very sensible logic. It's like, wait a second, you're praying to a God that this girl is found. Where was God in the first place? like what kind of what kind of god says yeah i'll I'll answer this prayer and but where where was he during all this now am i saying that i don't believe in prayer no but i think it is a very very logical point of view for even a christian to have to just say you know what in in this life we just have to trust the best that we can but prayer i don't know about that one
0: I mean, mean, I'm not opposed to prayer. We're not, you're not, you're not saying prayer totally for sure doesn't work or whatever. But what I'm saying is in this moment, you have to be able to question, like the thing that I hate the most is giving explanations or reinforcing that God is good and all this stuff in here that should be a process and take time. Like, I mean, that, that, if this happened, I mean, bad stuff happened. Like when Jess, my wife had breast cancer, I mean, I, there was a moment where I was like, God. Seriously, like what? I mean, I, I'm trying. I know I'm, I know I'm bad. I know I'm terrible or I make bad mistakes. I'm not always the best guy or all this stuff. But what is this? Like, why is this? Give me an answer, Lord. Where are you? What are you doing? Like, I mean, you're, you're, you are omnipotent and omniscient and you gave your only son for our sins and everything. And here I am, here I sit, scared to death. And like this family, I can't imagine what they're going through. Like, I just, I mean, the feelings, the emotions, everything. Like, like I said, it's too much for a human to take. We can't handle it. Like, it just, I mean, I can't imagine what they're going through. It's scary, horrific, awful. Like, everything's bad. Everything in their life right now is bad.
1: I mean, I think I would almost be frozen. I just like, I'd be like, there's nothing I can do other than like, like Matt, you, you are definitely a type of person just like. Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta figure something out. I've gotta stay calm and think, think through this. If you were in this situation, you could that. That's not an answer anymore. Like, yeah, that's, well, that's off what the would table. be that's
2: what would be so difficult about it is you you would be perpetually impermanent. Like when were you ever gonna close your eyes again and take a nap? When are you ever gonna right. sit down and, and it, I mean do anything other than, well, maybe I should look down this street again. I mean, when would you stop driving around neighborhood? I mean, what you, you could never stop. Right. I I'm from my view, it'd be torture in the sense that you couldn't ever stop trying to fix it. Like yeah. Because what if there's a chance you could think of something if you just thought better or had a better plan or looked in the right place or did something. You would it would be that I don't say how you'd ever come down from that mode if it were me. Yeah. And it's just it's just un, totally unthinkable and
1: the weirdest I mean, thing I mean, we're, we're good. We're dads. Imagine the the thought of this with one of our daughters, where you don't know where she is, but wherever she is, it's not looking good. I mean, like Toby said, there is you cannot handle that. I mean, I it, it would even this sounds horrible, but it it would run by my mind of maybe we should just end it here for our family and just yeah take our lives because we're not going to be able to get over this one. Well, that's the weird thing
2: about humans, though. That's what I don't understand. I really, really don't understand this. Nobody ever does that. I mean, there's suicide, but it's usually not logical. And that would be logical. I think that's completely logical, but nobody ever does that. Basically, it almost never happens. And the other thing that I cannot get a grip on is how does stuff like this not happen more often. All the time. Because this is yeah. it, unbelievably rare. Right. Unbelievably rare. Like, very, very... This is rarer, probably. This particular thing is as rare, rarer than a school shooting, which I don't understand at all how they are as rare as they are. Because I just don't. I mean, you, there's no shortage of crazy people. And there's yeah. no shortage of people whose lives are misery. and But humans have this crazy quality of, like... Almost the inability to do evil to that degree.
1: Like I mean, you could it's almost
2: uh, even the most worst because you know me people that you met or seen that you are like this is a horrible, horrible, horrible person. They could never do that. The hor The people you know that are the worst could almost. There is almost nobody capable of committing that crime. Out of billions of people, it almost never happens. I know a lot of bad stuff happens all the time. That's within our threshold. We have the threshold to kill out of rage uh, of other people. We have a lot of th- things that we do that. Are really horrific too but th- there's certain things like this that you just would imagine more deranged people I mean, it's not hard to commit these things it's not hard to yeah. grab a child child and take it away how could there not be more people that do it, it i mean yep. the numbers are actually really low and it's weird and people that hate everything and would want to kill more people it just seems like it would happen more and people don't kill themselves when they're in traumatic situations. You see the, like even on apocalyptic shows, stuff on TV, it's like, yeah, you're better off just getting out of there than trying to survive and walking dead universe. You know what I mean? So I, I, it's weird. It's weird. People, it's so bizarre to me that the the way it is, but that's why it's sad. I mean, it's like all humanity has, I mean, it's, we all have that in common or something like there's, it, we're, we're but, real, humans are all pretty alike in a, in,
0: in a way that you don't realize sometimes. The thought I was thinking, too, is this is what, like, uh, I would, I mean, seriously, just in the last few months, I would say, I've been thinking more this way. When we talk about this stuff, when we talk about uh, bad things happening and even, like, uh, you know, mass shootings or a situation like this, we are e- almost exclusively talking about men and maybe yep. even white men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean like 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 I was I was just thinking about this like uh, have you ever heard of a woman breaking into a family's house and and you know <laughs> um, so almost tricky. killing killing a, a a person or anything like that like like
2: they don't is... do the brutal type of sadist, sadist, sadistic crimes often but sometimes they do. But usually yeah, yeah. It, they do when they do the crazy thing is it's with a male that is more controlling. Like, really? a, a, side, a, a female sidekick to a serial killer happens once in a while, that kind of thing. Yeah. But r- very wow. rarely is it a, a
0: woman on her own. Like, Charles Manson got women to yeah. do crazy stuff, you know, stuff like that. But but I'm just saying, that it, is it not interesting that, like, you, you, even after hearing this story, you, us three, aren't going to be worried that that uh, person will break in our house and do that to us. Now, we might be to our wives or to our family, right? But, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not that that worried. Like, for example... It was funny last night, uh, I went for a later night jog, like, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe 9 PM or something like that. Right. And, uh, I was kind of getting, I was running around the neighborhood and all of a sudden I look up and there's a car moving really slowly towards me with headlights. And I was like, Oh, what is this? And then I went, Oh yeah, I live in Franklin. It it ain't nothing. The car went on by and I was, you know, no big deal at all. I was like, man, nothing. I I didn't even, I didn't even bat an eye because I'm a man. Living yeah. in a very, you know, pretty white n- neighborhood and a pretty, you know, low crime area. Plus, in you carry all a stuff. piece. Yeah, and I carry a massive gun, <laughs> but, uh,
1: that was visible.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I was pointing it at the car. <laughs> no, he just. drove. But I'm just saying, like, 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 for me, there is less fear in stuff, yeah, just no because doubt. I am who I am. Like, yeah. like it. You know what I mean? Now. The rest of the, you know, besides people like me that look like me and act like me, the rest of the world might be kind of fairly so scared of me because I have potential yep. to do a lot of harm in this world. Like, I, and it's crazy. You're right. Physically like, and
2: psychologically. Yeah. Right. But,
0: yeah. And but. it is bizarre that we have this potential and it happens so little. That's so right. That there is there is a good news there that take white men, for example, for the most part, they do a lot of bad shit. A lot of bad shit maybe majority has come from white men, but overall it's not as scary as you think. Like the, the, the numbers are low, but it is crazy. That potential, that threat is ever present. I mean, it really is. Like I, like I would be concerned for my wife to go jogging, even in our neighborhood at 9. PM at night. I just would be now I might, she might, I might still uh, uh, be okay with it and she might still do it or whatever it might be. She goes running really early in the morning sometimes, but I'm just saying, It it, just a little bit of that. Like, I I don't have to worry as much as a a female or as much as a a minority, because, I mean, there's tons of minorities in their neighborhood that who knows what happens when a car rolls up real
1: slow. You know what I mean? I mean, it seems seems like with with technology, you know, speaking of like minority report, there should eventually be. Wait, 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 hold on.
0: (laughs) Minority report. You went to the movie. Are you talking about the movie Minority yeah. Report? Yeah. Did you did that come because I was talking about minorities? No, no. Okay, it's a second <laughs> reference this episode. Of,
2: of well, I see. well it's think, di-
1: okay. Think I about it. There has got to be a way of screening not only whether or not people have the potential to do something like this, but also whether or not they're planning on doing it. Like I I, I could I could see crime becoming less and less because it can be screened. I mean, yeah. you're treading That's into true. racial profiling
0: and profiling there, Joey. What? You're, you're treading into the profiling area How? where brains, well, uh, brains no, 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 and you just, thoughts and No, because you that profiling data is driven, Well, wait a minute. The data this, driven this,
2: approach is profiling. This neighborhood,
0: this but, neighborhood is uh look, looks like this this and this and oh, by the way, their crime rate is higher. So we know that
1: this neighborhood it might be. I'm that, talking that's what, brains here. I'm not talking like putting some data together. I'm saying, isn't I mean, w- wouldn't doctors be able to discover, oh my gosh, Charles Manson, Jeffrey right. Dahmer, they have yeah. something similar right. there. I, I'm what, sure they've already discovered something. Right. But right? what
2: Toby's saying is if you could have a good enough algorithm, which we will, first of all, Facebook's already better than humans and at spotting some mental illness things. That's already true. So, of course, it will be true in the future. The question would be along the lines of, Somebody has an eighty-six percent chance of committing a violent sexual crime. What do we do with them? They don't have a hundred percent chance of it, but we know they have an eighty-six percent chance. And you go, well, we got to deal with that person. But your son Waylon actually scans in as a seven and a half percent chance.
0: What yeah. should we do? Right, right. You, know, you say you say ah, oh, he'll never well, do he won't. only seven I mean, yeah, right, right, right. So there's a you know that profiling could be a little dangerous. Is all I'm saying.
2: I'm just talking. I'm just but saying. it is coming. I mean it, it it is coming
0: something in those in those lines. I so. feel it coming. I feel it coming, babe. Have y'all heard the new uh, uh Black Panther soundtrack? Yeah nope. It's good it's real good. It is real good. I'm I telling agree. you, I have in the last uh two years gotten so much m- more back into music than the last 20. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Like I actually listen to music. Now I choose to listen to music over even some podcasts. Sometimes there was a time where I would go, ah, if I listen to music right now, I'm wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was thinking, oh, I need to listen to podcasts to learn. See, Joey doesn't ever think that you always think listen to music before ever learning. Yeah. Right. Well, like I, you would choose music yeah. over learning. Well, see, that's the yeah, so, that's our fundamental divide ridiculous. on the earlier conversation. I like
1: then. to learn from mm. reading. When's, yep. no, when's the last fine. time you read a bunch of books? Actually, I think you are reading Busted. a book. Finally. Finally. I mean, I'm reading but several books. I like to read more than I like to listen to but, podcasts. But see that that makes
0: it sound like podcasts aren't as good
1: as reading. I did not You can learn more that. from a book. You can learn more from
0: a book. Man, Matt.
1: you are sure reading into my comment of preferring books.
2: Look, no, I'm fine with people doing whatever they want to do in that regard. But, that I mean, that is a good example
1: of, of what we are talking about I'm glad about my earlier, brain can't you know? be scanned right now. That's for damn sure. Uh, we, be in, you I'd don't be need a brain scan. We all know trouble. what you're thinking. We, we You yeah, don't understand knows. you, but me and Toby do.
2: That's the problem. 100%. <laughs> I know you don't know what's going on in there, but we do.
0: Do you ever know what's going on in in there? In that head of yours, do you ever, like, go, oh, I get this. I get I get why I'm thinking this
1: way or is it always like, man, I'm just living it up. I'm I would say, out there. I would say if, if, um, if some people can be like an engineer of their brain or an architect yeah. of their brain, I'm probably like uh-huh. a janitor of my brain. That's a... <laughs> Like, what I, does that mean? Oh, it just that's means just, that he's just very you tidy aware up. of all the
2: disasters that are occurring <laughs> yeah, at any given point. I, I, I and, try and, to clean stuff it, up every now and yeah, then. And. There's vomit down this hallway and whatever else. <laughs> Somebody shit all over the walls down there, and you know
0: that's basically his, his internal look at his brain. You you are janitorial and maintenance. Yeah, is, what, the, maintenance is the way crew. you perceive your brain. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You know that you know, antidepressants is, is like that salt stuff you spread on vomit to soak it
0: up. That's his approach. He's like, uh, eh,
2: throw this shit on that shit, move
0: on. Hey, well, how about this question? To, to we're getting towards the end here, but Joey, what about when technology goes? Hey, we can take all that stuff away. You won't exactly be the same, but you, you know your depression will be gone. You'll uh, you can do this faster, this faster, investor. You won't be the same, Joey, you are right now, but you'll be improved. Won't that be better? Will you say yes? Like you to, won't be the same Joey to what like, degree right now well I don't know, one degree 100 yeah. degrees. that doesn't matter like would you change your personality or all that stuff for one degree like th- in some ways, that's what drugs do yeah, all drugs, is. not just you know I mean drugs change your personality so you're something, maybe you're avoiding something alcohol, whatever drugs you prescribe drugs or whatever. so we do that already naturally, so I think our inclination will be yes, but will you won't maybe be the same Joey? Like it, it, maybe that it's could like be better for It's like cosmetic surgery, world, except for we can improve Toby, your personality. Whatsoever. You
2: can, you don't like your nose, fine. You don't like your temper, let's fix it. Right, right. Yeah. Will you?
0: What? Will you What do you think? You'll do that? Would you do that right now if it at was this, offered to you at this late
1: in the game? Ten
0: percent of Joey will be changed forever. You'll be ten percent changed, not totally the same. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe and you. And I'm always super happy. Well, n- not always super happy, but a better person. a okay, yeah, like, better person. Yeah. Sure.
2: But see, that, don't you see? All this can put has the potential to put us in the zoo. You're just like, oh, right. Well, make me happy then? Okay, sure. I feel happy. But you have, well, but you know what I mean? Like that's the that's what
1: that's what's Jen, scary about that. Jen you might Smith's, be able to
2: give people a pill that makes them happy all the time. Okay, now what? J I
1: I mean, check check this out. Here here's a a small, moderate symptom of it already. Jen Smith's husband, what's his name? Matt. Phil. Phil told me uh, when we were in Nashville, he said that he was in special ed before working at Mars Hill and then he went back to special ed when Mars Hill collapsed and died and got destroyed by pride that is of the devil that Mark Driscoll used to teach about, but then it happened to him. And uh, <laughs> basically, he said that before he was a pastor, there were like 60% of his class, and I'm throwing out numbers, they may not be perfectly accurate, was down, had Down syndrome. He said now he's been back in special ed for two years, has not had one kid with down syndrome in his class and it's because you have that screening to yeah, where aborted. Right. A, a parent parents yeah. can know oh they, they, there's a high probability and they just decide yeah let's let's not give birth I mean that's crazy yeah, to is. think that there are many many less down syndrome kids right now because yeah, totally. of technology and people deciding they don't want to take that chance that's just
0: that's crazy. so tough too i mean i don't i would never want to put myself in those parents position i don't i don't want us to sound like we're talking bad about those parents that's a, i'm sure that's a tough decision for a lot of people i don't i that I i'd say anything about the parents no I, I know but i'm just saying like i don't want to i don't want to There's a lot of power over for that for like like those parents point. are are terrible people but you're right a lot of power is headed our way And just like Joey said, I'll change 10%. If I'm happy, you're right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. We don't have the ability.
2: Yeah. We don't have the ability to make the best decisions for us. We just take what's, you know, I'm just saying that's going to be a big divide. I really think it is. And the other thing I meant to say is the funniest thing. And we, I know we're, we're going to end. We'll talk about the BC club or the documentary here, but I do want everybody to check out that plank. Eye episode that we made on the labeled podcast. So just go look up labeled. It's about tooth and nail and stories. It's a, higher production podcast and it's fun this episode's good but what happens now is crazy is uh, Melanie will put the episodes together and I will listen to the the episode and I'm hearing all this stuff that the person's saying back like Brandon Evil or somebody's saying stuff back and I'm like I didn't know that I didn't hear that but I'm the one that did the interview so <laughs> if that gives you any, if it gives anybody any grip I was thinking about how crazy it is doing interviews it is the most stressful thing you're thinking about the the technology does the person on the other side of Skype feel comfortable what's my next question did i hear what they're saying like there's so many things that distract you from listening which is what i'm trying right. to practice of course it, it, there's so much stuff that happens in interviews that i'm doing that i never heard and i'm not telling you like i forgot i didn't I, there's it's new information to me and i would know it for, and it's interesting information that i heard on the podcast that somebody told me face to face and yep. I missed it, and it is a bizarre feeling. It is well, super bizarre.
1: <laughs> it, part part of that is because you are you are in charge of the interview, and you're yeah. having to really think on your feet. And where am I going to go after this, and everything? That I, I'll do that sometimes. I'll be like, man, I've got to listen to this interview because I guarantee you, I missed a. Bunch yes, of I had stuff. to go
2: back and listen because I just missed it, and it's just so right. weird. I, you know, like the podcast right. things. So that's what I'm saying. But it's a skill, and working on it. And this is where I'm at today, and I'm thrilled about it. So I'm just reporting back from the field. Learning new skills, you know, listening's gonna be one of them. But yeah, I got the tech stuff under control. Okay, we're doing this. But that is life. You're learning. You're doing. You're self-critical. You find what you're not doing right, and you do it better. It's not because you're naturally talented, and only talented people do shit. That's not true. You can do. I'm not really good. listening. That's <laughs> all right. <laughs>
0: I'm just not. That's I am right. not listening right but now. Big, I don't know. I don't know big, what y'all been saying for the last two minutes. Doesn't I just matter. No, we need to talk about our BC Clubbers.
2: That's all right. You. That's you. You're the you're the loser there. I'm. Fine. I'm still
0: not yeah. listening. I don't know. I don't know what you're trying to say.
2: But I am not listening. I'm going to try to so, say thank you to the BC Club for being so amazing at supporting our documentary film that we are that is already going off very successfully. We're way over half the goal just in a couple of days. Woo. So the uh, documentary that we're going to make, now there's going to be pressure on that. How do you not make a bad film? That's going to be fun. So we're going to figure out how to not make a bad film. It looks like we'll probably meet the goal and the project will work. So I do want to say thank you. The BC Club funded it getting up and going in the first place. And I am sure, although I sometimes feel bad... You don't need to spend your money, more money. This whole thing's not designed to get more money from the people that give us money or anything like that. So if you're in the BC Club, I know you guys supported the crowdfund and the documentary. I appreciate it. But more importantly, I, just want, I want more people to get involved. I'm not, you know, you know what I mean? So thank you to you guys. And we'll accept that money and do something good with it. We appreciate the vote of confidence. But I would suggest to other people who've been listening to the show for a really, really long time, why don't you join the group? Why don't you contribute regular to the BC Club? Why don't you become part of that community? Um, be one of us. Be one of the ones on the inside. It seems to be, from what I can gather from all the people in there, I don't know seven, 800 people in there, they like it because they stay and they contribute to more stuff and they seem to get a lot of value out of it. So the data lands pretty squarely to say people that have joined the BC Club are very glad and grateful that they have. So I would invite more people to do so. It supports us. We enjoy it. They get a lot out of it. It's a good. It's just a good thing that we've kind of created or found or co-created or whatever you want to say. So you can go to thebcclub.com and figure out how to do it. And can that be like the purpose that they need to be happy for the rest of their it, lives if well they get it's, in now? Well, it's, it's more human connectivity and talking about doing projects together. So, yes, I do think that. The people that support the the. The documentary crowdfund, for instance, are trying to participate with something. Internet and Kickstarter has have empowered them to be involved in stuff that they choose to care about. That's what life is about. You, uh, you, know, And in a better world, maybe we'll have more technology where those people could actually be more involved. Right now, they can pay the price of a movie ticket and and support and help. But maybe one day, we'll have better technologies and less friction to actually participating in stuff together to build it and make it but that's www. No, I'm sorry it's wwjs.film that's what would Jesus sell um being the title at the moment and you can go support that there but go to the thank you guys that's all I thank got thank you guys that's yeah. all I got
1: God God bless everyone and God uh, bless go us all. go in peace go in peace and if not
0: what is the oh yeah I come in peace you go in pieces